This week's episode is brought to you by Parking Tickets. One of the most frustrating things in the human experience. Fun fact, did you know that it wasn't Franz Ferdinand getting assassinated that started World War I? It was a parking ticket. That's right, his driver in the city of Sarajevo was given a, par- given a parking ticket. And then that's how the war started. You can look it up. Parking tickets. Did you know that you can get them for expired tags and not just from traffic cops? Me neither. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night. Did you know that you can get a parking ticket for expired registration tags? I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. Yes. I'm Rupier. And look, yes. Look, I thought that when you got a ticket for expired tags, it was from traffic cops, not from people, you know, like parking enforcement people. So oh, no, no. Mates are just complete assholes. In, in my particular case, I parked on my own street. And I had paid for the registration renewal back in May, but I never got the tags in the mail and just forgot about it. So, yeah, I um, I have to go fight that now. That's fun. Oh, anyway, enjoy. Yeah, and speaking of fighting, we're talking about Card Fight Vanguard, best segue ever in particular. Uh, I thought that Vanguard, when it was released in Europe, was released in all of Europe back in 2011, like the rest of us. But it turns out that was not the case. So, in the country of Italy, Vanguard started releasing from its onset in May 2016. Well, the Italian edition, right? There's an Italian edition of Card Fight Vanguard. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, where are they now? So, as of right now, they are in the Legion format. For so there are two formats behind us. Uh, yeah, for the most part. I guess you could split G into two. Like, you have mm-hmm. G-Era and then G-Guard. Like, after mm-hmm. G-Guard's come. It, it, it really comes down to splitting hairs, but... On so the... to put this... Yeah, go ahead. To put this in perspective, we, it, we got... So, you can think about how long ago Clan Fight was implemented in uh, Vanguard in the United States and Europe. Or in the United States and Japan. Or I guess like English in Japan, I should say. Yeah. I should call it English format rather than or the West States. or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's call it um, not Japan, or let's call it like yeah. I guess like Europe, United States. I don't, I don't yeah. know. What, I don't know the best Global? word. Global. Uh, Anglo Inter- regions. <laughs> International. Uh, yeah. Sure. So anyway, uh, we've had clan fight for several years now. Yeah. Basically, right after Le- we we got Legionnaire, they're like, "Hey, do you don't mix clans anymore, thanks, unless your name is MLB." Yeah. And we didn't basically. The reason being um, was because the top deck in Legion format was a mix of Seekers and uh, Revengers with it Phantom was Absolute nonsense. Yeah, with Phantom Blaster Abyss and uh, Seeker Thin Saver Dragon as your main grade threes, and just whatever you drew into was what you ended up going into. And that was facilitated thanks to a card called Wingall Brave, which, mm-hmm. you know, pre-clan fight, it would just be search for a card with Blaster in the name. So you could just search for whatever the hell you wanted. Um, I know that when we started this podcast, which as of next week, we'll have been doing it for three years. So happy oh almost God. birthday to us. When we started this podcast, we were in like early to mid-G era. So we didn't really get mm-hmm, to cover mm-hmm. Legion format as a podcast. 
And that's kind of what this episode is going to be like. It's going to be like half retrospective, half anthropological study of uh, a meta, you know, evolving entirely or possibly different to how it evolved in the rest of the English West Anglo, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, Because. No. Oh, what I was going to say is. Just so you know, we got clan fight several years ago. The point, of, the point I wanted to say was like they got clan fight yesterday. Yeah. So as of <laughs> September 16, twenty nineteen, they're like, guys, no clan mixing unless your name is Blaster Dark and you're in royal. Power. I don't even know how. So that was ended up being really common in Legion era because like th- once they started printing cards in Legion era, they stopped putting the clan on uh, like. So all the if you read old old Vanguard cards, they're all like if you control a royal paladin Vanguard or some fucking nonsense, right? Yeah. In Legion era, they should stop doing that. There is also this handy keyword called Lord, where if you do not have a unit that's the same clan, it cannot attack. Yeah, they also said now that this is gone. <laughs> this is oh, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's gone. It's just whatever. So I figured it's because they noticed that a lot of people are just playing all one clan anyway. Mm-hmm. So they figured, whatever, let's just stop doing it. And then, of course, every behind every rule is a person doing something stupid. So people started mixing, you know, the Seekers and Revengers into this one deck that was, uh, as uh, you know, our editor Richard puts it, insanely top tier. Um, and then that's why they ended up having to. Make clan regulation like a specific thing. Um, also, another thing about Legion format or Legion era in general is that games took forever. Uh, I know that now we're like now we're in standard and premium games. Hey, not like, if you play Novus. <laughs> I guess so, but because how Legion worked was both people had to be at grade three. Um, and then you would put four cards back into your deck and seek the mate, which was you mm-hmm. got the appropriate second card and put it on your Vanguard circle. And then now you have yeah. effects that were like, when you were in Legion, do this. Uh, that would take forever because you're like, I'm going to put back four heals, grab my main, yeah. and now I can heal four more times. Cool. And then if your deck get really, really low, you can just be like, alright, I'm going to start putting back my Legion units, that way I can just keep rewriting and re-Legioning. Yeah, sounds great. What's the problem? I think that was the original point of that, wasn't it? No? I'm not sure. Like, I, I think the put the four cards back was so that you had a built-in way to get your Legion mate in the event that it was, you know, drop zone, damage zone, whatever, mm-hmm. soul charged. Um, but, uh, yeah. The main thing I wanted to look at was... Uh, we put this up on our uh, Instagram, at Nexus at Night. A couple days ago, we came across this tier list that Italy had... Uh, somebody in the Italian format decided to make this. I don't know how, like, what data they're using to make it, so it might be one of those tier lists where they're just using it to piss people off, or it's I, all anecdotal evidence. I mean, it's using that meme tier list template, so... Yeah, fucking go watch Tearzoo's channel if you want uh, more instances of that. But uh, this thing is interesting. So, from S being the top tier, A, B, C, D, 
all the way down to F. Just, I, I, I want to read this. So in A tier, we have Bluish Flame Liberators, which uh, makes sense. You have Prominence Glare being able to prevent uh, Sentinels, and it's getting really huge with crits and stuff. You have Seekers, so Thing Saver, and then you have Deleters. So that's A tier. Um, this is before, you know, th they don't have strides yet. Uh, they don't have imaginary gifts. So deleters deleting the opponent's vanguard is a big deal still, which makes sense to me. <laughs> In B tier, you have Revengers and Glendios. Uh, did anybody, did either of you guys play Glendios when that was a thing? No. Original didn't exist. Yeah, the original. I, I had friends that did. It oh. was, okay. Okay. It got really, really big uh, right after BD15. Um, it was a. It got us. I don't know. So it got especially big in Japan because Japan had really easy access to Glendios because he came out as a promo like pretty soon after it came out. Yeah. In English, I think it was a little, a little hard. Well, for a while it was hard to get a hold of, and then I think we got more of them. But like, I don't know. It, the deck was fine. Yeah. It was like pretty. It was like pretty good on release, and by Legionnaire, it was like, I think there were just better things you could be doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that is, that is tied with Revengers, which, you know, that's mm -hmm. half of the Blaster, you know, the Seeker Revenger deck right there. C tier, you have Aquaforce with uh, the Tetra Burst Dragon, um, Blouse, okay. Dragonic Overlord, the Rebirth, which I'm guessing is just a response to Glendios, because his whole thing was you had to lock your whole board, and then if you had. Was it five locked cards you could restand him? Mm -hmm. Right. So your whole deal was, oh, they're gonna lock my whole board. I'm just gonna use it to restand on you. Then in D tier, this is the this is the thing that throws me for a loop. D tier, brawlers, and the Odal Legion for Spike Brothers. Hmm. So Richard tells me that brawlers were used as a way. It was a check on the Seeker Revenger deck because you could mm -hmm. use Lizard Soldier Scission, which if it hit an attack while it boosted, you counterblast, put it in soul, and kill an opponent's grade zero. Meaning you could kill important starters uh, like Windall Brave before they became a problem. Uh, or oh, whatever that fucking Shadow Paladin starter was, I can't remember the name of. Uh, Claudus? Is that who they played? Maybe. I'm not sure. Um, I don't remember. The point is, you had like a you had a check on the early game of the you know Seeker Avenger hybrid, and then the Spike Brothers Legion was good, uh, it, you know, in the West for like into G era even. Um, do you remember Matt when we uh, took our friend Jared from UC Riverside? <laughs> To a Denny's before the the team regional started. Hell yeah! And we taught him how to play Vent. Shout out to Jared. Uh, yeah. So oh early, early G era, we we took our friend to a diner before a regional started and just taught him how to play Vanguard. And we gave him this Spike Brothers deck with the Odal Legion, and he mm -hmm. did okay with it. It was weird. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, 
I guess we should bring up now that they have not gotten the extra booster with Genesis yet, so... Right, Yggdrasil so... is not on this list. Yeah, when, oh, yeah, that deck was busted. When my friends and I also, were talking about this tier list, we were like, where's Genesis? You could go You could go into Italy with the Genesis deck, it turns out. It doesn't exist yet over there, so... Mm-hmm. I thought that extra booster came out alongside the, uh... The Shadow Paladin one. Were they separated by a bit? Um, I'm not sure... Because they, ha- we don't really know the release dates for upcoming mm-hmm. sets in Italy. We know of the, re- like the Legion of Dragons and Blades BT sixteen came out back in July, and then they got uh, BT seventeen last month. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for let's see, extra and they didn't get it in one big combined set like we did. Yeah, um, yeah. Apparently the the Shadow Paladin one. I guess it doesn't say like if it was released in Italy or not. Um, so I'm guessing it hasn't. But at the same time, that tier list shows. Phantom yeah, they Blaster came on the same day. This, yeah. Mm-hmm. So who knows if it's there or not? <laughs> well, it does. It I, I don't think it is because there's no way you ignore a card like Yggdrasil. Yeah. Especially if they're giving respect to Bluish Flames. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, another one that kind of stands out as missing is Sinbuster. Oh, Metalborgs? Yeah, that's not on this list either. Yeah, I that, remember, like, Break Ride Metalborg. Oh, it did? <laughs> I, I think in Legionnaire the deck was pretty bad, yeah. Okay. Even I think with... without the support, the ex, the excess Metalborg support, you're just, like, hoping you actually rode Sinbuster. So, mm-hmm. what the G-Set G did for Dimension Police was make sure that you always ride Sinbuster every time. Mm-hmm. That was not the case in Legionnaire. Sometimes okay. I tried the other idiot, which was much less good. But yeah, uh, it's definitely it, it's not on there, and I don't, I don't kind of think it's a de- I don't think it's really a deck. Okay, but I do. I am surprised to see Spike solo, considering that deck could just kill people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe they also just know how to like are more aware of it, so people will find it less of a problem. Because yeah. you get a lot of wins with the old Spike Brothers decks by people just doing, you know, like head assing the head assing. And just like people doing damage to you, yeah, or, or just like thanks for the four counter blast, buddy. I'm going to use this to yep, kill you. Kill you, yeah, by yeah. the way. Um, the one that stands out to me is the fact that Tetra Burst is on there and is above Brawlers. Yeah, like Odal, I can see the counterplay. Sucks. I mean, okay, so the the way the thing I compared this to was it's like watching Earth redevelop. Like, you're watching the Earth over again, and they haven't figured out the wheel yet. And you're just kind of standing there going, like, guys, it, you don't have to put squares on the side of your carts. It's just, god damn it. <laughs> um, it seems like one of those things where, I get, in my head, I was thinking, like, you know how when you start talking about time travel with your friends, you're like, dude, I could go back to the 20s and, like, get, get super rich because I'm from the future. But, the, like, if you think about it, just, you know, looking at it now, I highly doubt that we could just go back and start winning again. Because none of the three of us ever did too well. I only ever went to, like, the one regional and then, like, a couple tournaments where I didn't play particularly good decks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, now now that we have the hindsight, in theory, somebody could just go to Italy and start cleaning house. I mean, maybe. Or maybe not. One other factor is we don't know what promos they have. Yeah. Right. Well, it turns out they have Sylvester with no expiration dates. So that's... 
Yeah, that was weird. That's a thing they can do. I Infinite Sylvest. Man, what could, what more could you want? <laughs> I, I think it's like kind of odd, because I imagine there's like quite a few people in Italy who just probably just play English, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like it's it, it's hard it's hard for me to if I look at something like Y shorts, right? Like mm-hmm. English Y shorts and like there there's a a large group of people who just play Japanese Y shorts. Or like have a English deck just to have one. To play mm-hmm. at like local region to like at regionals, right? Well, like it took a while for that like community to build up. I mean, mostly because there weren't a lot of sets to start with, but like it wasn't just like a thing that was like people just immediately moved toward. People still like actively do play and seek out Japanese voice. So I imagine in Italy it's fairly similar that you play that people they're just people playing like various forms of card fight Vanguard and might just have like a deck from Legion era to play. Mm-hmm. Maybe in this Italian format. See, but the like okay, so with Italy, it's in the middle of Europe. You have you know like thousands of years of history that lead to much of Europe being bi or trilingual because everybody's so close together. Whereas in the US you have players who I imagine a lot of us don't speak Japanese. Uh, that is 100% true. Okay, so <laughs> for an Italian player to pick up the English format of Vanguard would be a lot easier than for someone in the US to pick up uh, Japanese Weiss. 100%. Right. Yes. yes. And people, st- I, I, I've played, I played Japanese wise for years, and I don't understand any Japanese. Mm. I just memorized every single card effect. I mean, that you're right. None of like that, that's how we got that whole uh, pie chart episode wrong. Not the Dexander one. The other one about the 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 overly centralized meta from a few weeks ago. Nice. That was completely my fault. But yeah, yeah, it's it, your fault. Thanks, Atlas. Something, something, uh, Americans aren't very good at uh, foreign languages, and the main reason for that is we're isolated by uh, fucking two oceans. Americans typically speak one language because we don't feel like there's any reason that we should learn another one. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's a good reason, I'm just saying that's a reason that people cite. Metaphor that I was saying earlier about watching Earth redevelop, what's even weirder is that sometimes you, like, you, Italian players are aware of what's happened, because... Mm-hmm. This person posted on the Vanguardians Facebook group, and they said, Hi there. I'd like to try premium format, but since we are still in Legion era, I have really no idea on how to uh, how to build a working premium deck. So, I need your help. Is there really any budget deck that I could try to learn the format? I'm not looking for top-tier decks, I just need a few fun and somehow working deck lists so we can try the format at my store and have fun. Thanks to you all. So, imagine we just figured out cars, but somehow we have the ability to talk to people 2,000 years in the future, and they're like, guys, I want to try jetpack technology in my local city. Does anybody have the the blueprints for a jetpack I can try while I'm here in the city after the Great War? There's definitely not going to be another one. Jetpacks. Yeah. That's kind of what this feels like to me. <laughs> There's, like, no way you're going to be able to, like, bring strides to, like, uh, Legion era format, and people are going to be like, yeah, this is fine. Mm-hmm. There's, like, no way. Remember when strides first came out, and people were like, yeah, they're fine, I guess, but, like, four cards back in the deck, right? Yeah, but, like, early strides were also bad, unless your name was Dragonic Overlord. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, what 
like if we look at like the first G set, right? What strides even fucking mattered? You you just strode them because they were like in like they were they had triples right mostly. Yeah. But you were still striding on hit do shit. Mm-hmm. Which are I mean, I think everyone quickly realized awful. Except for Bushi Rose because they kept printing cards that said that. <laughs> Well, what's funny, too, is everyone was, like, looking for any... Like, the second a clan got enough strides to not play an on-hit, they would stop playing an on-hit. Yeah. Like, like people at- are constantly trying to justify the on-hit strides, but, like, no. God, I hated on-hit strides so much. God. Me, too. I played so OTT bad. back then. So, you, Gross. Hate, you hated on-hit strides for roughly half a G era. Got it. It's definitely weird. Like, I'm looking at the, the card list for G, uh, GBT-01 Generation Strides. This is the first introduction we get to Strides outside of the promo mm-hmm. Harmonics Messiah, which was just vanilla. Looking at all the cards here, like Chronos Command, Saint Blow Dragon, uh, Takumi Kazushi. Um, Chronos Command was an on-hit, right? Uh, let me see. Chronos Command. On-hit. Yeah. Like, Counterblast 2, Soul Blast 1. Blind the Field. Yeah. So Counterblast 2, Soul Blast 1, discard a card, and then rewind the opponent's field. God, that card is bad. Yeah. And then the, all the other, most of the other ones are like GB2, or is like turn a copy of it Wait, was up. Victoplasma GB1? Victoplasma, or you mean GB2? Where yeah. it was meant to be second stride? Yes. Because it's uh Oh, sorry, no, was it GBT01? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Okay, so that was like the best stride in the set, right? <laughs> Something there like was also that. Dragonic Overlord the Ace, I think. Oh, uh, no, that was in a... I thought the Ace was in a Fighter's Collection. It was. was it? Oh, yeah, it was. No, we, that had... You, ha- you had, had um, uh, Root Flare, who was pretty good. Because yeah. people were playing the Cross, who was in that set as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was thinking of the Cross. The but, Cross is hot shit. But look at that. That's meant, That's a Revival Legion. They're like, okay, yeah. we know the stride thing is a little raw still. Legion. We're gonna give you a super good legion. Like the cross and the the end was used for like quite a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was really the only thing they had going on for a while. Right. Of course. Because it was the only overlord, like, or like they could play the great, which was fine. Yeah. What? That's something. I but guess. if you were striding, you'd rather have something else on Vanguard for the most part. Right. But yeah, so the, like this being the first thing that you're they're gonna see after they come into. G era. Now imagine they skip from Legion era, past Generation Stride, all the way to V. Yeah, V. Jesus. Yeah, V. Extra Booster. Man, just take, just take V. Like, even like V. Murakumo, dude. Yeah, or hell, like okay. So the last set review we did was for the Raging Tactics, right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So, just from, all right, on hit, Counter Blast 2, Soul Blast 1, to, all right, uh, you know, on attack, Counter Blast 1, stand 3 rear guards. No hit, just Counter Blast 1, stand. Yeah, just do it. And then... Oh, yeah, fucking new Novas. (laughs) That'd be some hot shit. Novas look really fun in V right now. If there are any Italian yeah. players out there, I urge them to reach out to us at Nexus at Night on Twitter and just talk about the experience of playing in Legionera and knowing the rest of the game exists. And that it's coming, but you're just kind of sitting there going, huh. 
And that's how I feel in, in uh, regular Vanguard whenever I see Japan getting shit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so we kind of already know how that feels. Also... But this is on a much uh, larger scale. This is years that's, and years. I mean, it is, yeah, this is like years and stuff. But like one thing that's interesting, too, is it seems like the uh, anime for Cardfight Vanguard runs like on like uh, television stations in Italy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and it started at this and so I think because the television was running, they wanted the card game to coincide with that, okay. because it was running on TV. So that makes that would make more sense, right? Because yeah. like because like English card fight doesn't have like the anime is not on a television station, right? Yeah, it's on streaming YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah, it's like YouTube and whatever your favorite streaming services. So like. Uh, it, there's like no incentive for them to like line up with anything, but in Italy, since they're on TV, there's now an incentive for it to like line up with that, right? Because like if a kid you know watches this show and wants to play this game, they'd like it to be in the same place as. So that's at least my. I'm not sure if that's what's going on, but that is what I would suspect is going on. That ma- that also makes complete sense. Um, but at the same time, okay. So one thing I always hated about uh, you know Boucherode in the West is that they don't really like show their games to the public outside of hobby shops. Like, you can find Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, and Magic in, like, a Target. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. like you were saying, they show it on TV. They don't show it on TV here. They don't have it to buy outside of, like, game stores. Right. Why? Like, they definitely... It's not... Advertising is very expensive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not popular enough where Walmart feels it like they can just pick it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, something, one thing we've seen also is that distribution is not very large. Like, if Walmart is p- p- stocking your game, distribution has to be fucking huge. Yeah. And I'm just not convinced that Vanguard has that level of distribution. I mean, they can't even, like, they do, like, a single print run of a set. And that if right? too much of it is bought, you're like, oh, all the cards showed up in price, thanks, Ultra Rare Miracle Collection. That's literally what happens with fucking English wife Schwartz. They print, like, one print run of something and it's like never to be seen again I'm wondering if like Boucher seems like it would be profitable enough to just you know print more print more it seems like it would sell no yeah it'd be interesting to see what the profit margins are for all of these sets like compared to the cost of producing them cause I guess I just want to know like how much this is costing them to see whether or not we deserve more sets. Like, it feels that way because whenever we go into, like, secondary markets and all that stuff, everything's, like, $20 just because they're out of print. But I guess I'd be interested in seeing what their direct profits are to see if, like, hey, give us more shit. We'll make you mo- We will give you money. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, obviously, we'll, like, never get that information because they're a private mm-hmm. company. There's no reason why... We need to know, like, the, there's like any reason to tell us, right? And, mm-hmm. but and like, of, and of course, look, just because if you search us on, if you search Cardfight Vanguard on Spotify, we're the first podcast to pop up <laughs> in that search Damn. result, doesn't mean they're going to share their profit margins with us. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, best humble bread ever. But uh, but yeah, I, I I don't know, but yeah, I don't I don't know the uh, implication there, but I, I I do wonder what's going on with their um print, with their printings. Because mm-hmm. like the print runs do seem to be fairly short, and and not just in Vanguard. Do you think they're like, going to do it again in Italy? Or no idea. I have no idea uh, how how big the print run is for Italian Vanguard. 
I don't know anything. I don't know anything other than what's on the uh, online. Yeah. Which is, uh, I mean, there's a bit online about it, but it's mostly just about like announcing it and you know, like when it started and like where they're at. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't know much about it otherwise. One thing that I think came out of Legion era that was probably unintended was how going forward people would be using legions because mm-hmm. like at some point people just kind of use legions just to like either a the legions had dumbass effects and you played them because they were dumb like people were playing the riser legion for like several sets into g era because it was just to just kill it just ended people's lives oh mm-hmm. i forgot about that where the hell is the riser legion and where the hell is cat butler do they know about cat butler i don't know <laughs> Yeah. Is Cat Butler preemptively, like, restricted? I don't know. It doesn't seem to be. I don't know. But, like, the Rise of Legion was insane. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that deck just ended lives. Yeah, so if they... if they And that's kind of, like, what... uh that, That's one thing I forgot to mention, too, is, like, we don't know what sets they've maybe missed on. Because if, if, like... You said there was an extra booster one comic style, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if they didn't have that set, they're missing, like, an entire deck in Legionnaire. I guess it's also curious to see if, like, maybe they'll end up skipping Strider or not, because this seems I to be tied into it. the t- television show. For all we know, they might skip airing uh, the G-Era anime and just skip straight to the reboot. That would just, be like, pretend Strides don't exist. That would be <laughs> so interesting. That would be bizarre. Yes. Yeah, it would be. Like, but, we get to watch an entire game develop... So, quote, premium format is basically the same. Yeah. You don't really get a lot of, like, oh, I was, I'm using cards from Legion Era or Bright Ride Era for my premium deck. Maybe they just wouldn't have a pre. No, they can't really do that, because then all the cards people have would just kind of stop existing. There's the ro- no way they skip G-Era. The relationship yeah. to heal triggers changes completely. They're not mm-hmm. going to waste entire, like... Five seasons of anime to skip Jira. Yeah. They're just not going to. It's just an interesting thought. Oh, one thing I do want to know is, when do you guys think they're going to get the uh, CEO booster in Italy? Oh, the oh the uh, the Genesis one. Yeah, the Genesis one. Okay, yeah. CEO Idrisil. Yeah, so Idrisil is an adept on this tier list because it doesn't exist. Yeah, we mentioned yeah. that. I imagine they would. I hope they do. Right? Because Idrisil did That deck is hot. Yeah. <laughs> Also, that trigger that's in that set's really important. I think there's. I think there's a trigger that when you, when you, uh, I think the Genesis trigger is like what is it? You can salt. What is that draw trigger that Genesis had? When you guard with it, you soul charge. I think so. Mm. Was that in that set? Dahlia Freedom Lot or Four Doom Lot Angel. When you when you guard with it, soul charge. Uh huh. Yeah. What about it? Uh, that card is like. If is was that card in the uh, in the yes. that that extra booster? It was. Yeah, that draw is like really important for Genesis going mm-hmm. forward too. Because, like, it's the freest of it's the freest of soul. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're able to guard with that card, and like, guard, like, fully guard and attack with that card, and you still get a soul charge, is, like, really big. Especially, like, at grade 2. I imagine they'll get it. Like, all of the Revenger stuff was an extra booster as well, so... Yeah. Like, we know they get those. I don't know if we've gone over this before, but just talk a little bit about why, like, Guard Restrict was so strong compared to, like, the restanding Vanguards and stuff, because... Oh, like, in Legion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like a, a lot for a lot of clans the the bigger decks their big win condition was guard restricting. Mm-hmm. Well, one important thing is you definitely needed one of them to be good. 
You needed definitely you needed either guard restrict or restanding vanguard. So yeah. if you didn't have those in Legion era, you were basically doomed. So for Legion era, you have Royals, Shadows, Cardro, and uh, Nova Grappler, Yggdrasil, mm-hmm. and Genesis, and the uh, oh, Bluish Flame. Oh no, I was just talking. Flame. I was just talking for restanding. Oh, so restanding. Those, oh, yeah. those are the decks that can restand, and then the ones with the guard restrict were Golds, Genesis. Technically, Dimension Police. Yes, but that one was bad. <laughs> Why do you say technically? If your your fail case was really bad. Oh, like you, if you misrode, mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. It was like aggressively terrible. Back, way way back when we did our episode on Neo Nectar, I think Gabe brought up that Neo Nectar was pretty good in Legion era too. Oh, the Musketeer Legion. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Neonector kind of blew the fuck up and, uh, like... Oh, that's the other thing about Legionera that I hated. This game took five ever. <laughs> I, oh, I, don't know, I, I don't know if anyone has ever seen a Bluish Flame versus Neonector game. <laughs> but holy shit, those games took forever. But like, alright, kill this guy, look at top whatever, call something, shuffle the rest. Oh my god... Was so yeah, Neonector was pretty good. They didn't really have Neonector was weird because they didn't really have like the things you typically look for in a deck. Mm-hmm. Well, it I, seems more like like just they, they're, field they're, forming. Yeah, they didn't really. They didn't really. They just got big. Mm-hmm. The and I guess spikes were the same way. They didn't really like they multi attack. Yeah, they just had like fifty thousand attacks, which I guess the same is true of like um. Risers, yeah, it didn't really like it. Didn't have either of those, but I guess it reset his Vanguard like twelve thousand times because of a uh, Cat Butler. Cat Butler, and also uh, uh, Mega Flare had a crit. Yeah, yeah, that was the whole point. They get you like three damage early, and they're mm-hmm. like, "I'm gonna attack you with this guy. He has an extra crit. Do you want a No Guard and, and maybe die?" Yeah, and that deck played like you just play sixteen crit in that deck because who gives a fuck? Yeah, and also if its attack hits. You can stand a rear guard. Yeah, why not? And they played that giant fucking rear guard. It's like, okay, whatever, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was some bullshit. <laughs> that is something that is missing from this list pretty conspicuously is Musketeer, so... That's another one, like, did they just kind of figure it out early, or...? Yeah, I'm not sure. Because I don't know if they needed any promos for Musketeers, either. Yeah, that's something I don't remember. Uh, I'm curious about the leaders being at... As high as they are. It appears that that is due to the infrequency of riding that happened mm-hmm. in Legionnaire. Like, you only have your main thing you want to ride, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So being deleted is kind of a big deal. If you can only do that a maximum of four times oh. in, in the optimal condition. Yeah, but I'm also trying to figure out what deleter deck they are using, because the deleter stuff came in a promo set, and I don't know... Like, if they had gotten it or not, or what... No, because this set had strides in it, so they can't have had this one yet. So they shouldn't have the Deleter Legion. There is a le- There was a Deleter Legion in Legion era. Yeah. Hmm. What was the name of that fucking shit? Uh, Grayon? Is that it? Uh, is it Gray- no, it wasn't Grayon. I'm on looking oh. at them now. Zale? It, yeah, but this is, like, in the movies. Oh, yeah, Juxtapose. Yeah. Yeah. But that yeah, was the, the movie. movie. Booster. Okay. No, it, it was, uh... Hey, there. Yeah. No, it was in, uh, BT-16. Oh. Was it? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was. Um, I remember most of these. It was. Uh, it was a triple R and BT sixteen. So that okay. was in version E specifically. All right. Which is what it's Italy is getting. So they do have juxtaposed deleter and that all that stuff. Dark. All right. Dark Zodiac was that really the name? I'm not sure. No, never mind. That's a Star Vader. Okay. I just wanted to take a quick aside. I'm on the page for just every Legion card. For yeah, uh, same. Etronder. <laughs> A happy Mother's Day and a happy fa- uh, Father's Day, Legion. And it's what? Like, yeah. So, for Happy Father's Day, it's like a, a dad, and he, he's like, you know, he got sunglasses and a baby strapped to his chest, and he's got a big, like, sword that looks like it's a moon bounce, almost, like it looks like it's inflatable, and then he's got a shield on his right arm that's like a, a, like a clover. Yeah. Legion 20,000 with Happy Mother's Day. Uh, Counterblast 1 with this unit legions, you may pay the cost. If you do, this unit gets drive plus 1 until end of turn. And then on limit break 4 during your turn, if you have a unit named Happy Children's Day and a unit named Happy Mother's Day, this unit gets critical plus 1. And then Happy Mother's Day is a 9k grade 2. Uh, on Vanguard Circle, when a unit named Happy Father's Day rides this unit, search your deck for up to one card named Happy Children's Day, reveal it, put it in your hand, and shuffle. And then Counterblast 2, when it's placed on rear, you can pay the cost if you do search for one, uh, up to one trigger unit from your drop zone and return it to your hand. And then Happy Children's Day is a 7k grade 1 that's uh, GB1 for some reason. They just put everything <laughs> on there. Soul Blast 1 with this unit Bruce of Vanguard. <laughs> you may pay the cost if you do. Choose one of your units and that uh, gets power plus 4k until end of turn. What are these cards? This exists... It has nothing to do with the episode, but like, I don't. This makes me so happy, and I have no idea. That's so bizarre. Yeah. Also, I'm wondering if like the thumbnails they use mean anything. Like, for Kagura, they use the thumbnail of the revert, the rebirth. But like, does that actually mean they're using rebirth, or is that just supposed to represent Kagura? Because in that case, that means like. If the thumbnails are representative of the actual deck, that means they're using oxes as their main grade three for the leaders, which is like kind of weird to me. And I don't know how good he was when he came out. If I remember from like late, like late Bright Ride era before Legion, he was pretty mm-hmm. good in that you had to discard in order to ride, and you just didn't see as many cards back then. Mm-hmm. But you also had to counterblast three to delete something. Just right. always ride uh, Zale. Makes sense, I guess. No. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's another that, problem. Right? Is like we don't actually have any deck lists, so we can't really pick those apart and see like what people are doing with their decks. Yeah, basically. We tried to look up the like the Italian website for Bushi Road and to see like the Italian mm-hmm. format going on, and we and we got names of t- of like topping teams and you know. Regionals but we didn't get, There's no deck list there's, on there? There's no we had deck lists in early, list. like, first worlds. Yeah. Pretty, pretty bizarre that they wouldn't publish deck lists. Yeah. I'm just trying to make this episode harder. Yeah, which yeah. also, the inverse is also true. So they have access to winning deck lists from before. Mm-hmm. From, you know, like, Legionnaire the first time around. Where the hell was that? Like, why, why is nobody going... Okay, use use Windall Brave and combine it with uh, Seekers. No, what if they are, yeah. and they've just figured out the format better than we have? Maybe. Maybe? Maybe, maybe we just didn't have a good handle on it. Maybe That's we, very possible. Maybe they yeah. figured out jetpacks when we figured out the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we're the dumb ones. Perhaps. 
I'm going to go well, ahead I, and say pro- we're probably the dumb ones. When in I doubt... Mean, I mean, it's always the safe assumption. When in doubt, you're the stupid one. Always. Yeah. Sounds sounds nor- sounds reasonable to me. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to bring up any other, like, weird niche decks that have popped up. Uh, I think the duo deck was, like, a weird niche thing in Legion era, but I can't remember. Man, that sounds like a lot of effort to play duos. Yeah. I okay. The, this was something I was trying to make work, and I never got it to. Was in um, for Link Joker Venom Dancer. You guys remember that? Mm. Do you remember me trying to make that work? I don't think I was hanging out with you guys at that time. Okay, yeah. Th- there was like about a month and a half period where I was trying to get Star Vader Venom oh, Dancer yeah, as a deck to this work. Was so dumb, and I was <laughs> it was just not working. I think I might have played against Chris trying Venom Dancer at one point. Because of Atlas. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it, it, that was all me trying to get that shit to work, and it did not at all. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was very bad. Uh, I, I remember that. You can't spell Venom. I don't remember what your, even what your reasoning was for playing it. You wanted, like, the ability to restand something or some fucking nonsense, but it was so, like, convoluted and wacky. <laughs> yeah. No, because the steal was, uh, at the end of the battle, he attacked a Vanguard if he's in Legion. For each locked card, you stand something. Stand a rear guard. And this was and after that, Stride, right? Right. Yeah, I was like, it gets more confusing the more I think about it. Yeah, this yeah. is... Th- oh, you know what it might have been? What? I think I was playing Tachi's a lot at the time, and, like, Legioning, because fuck it, why not? <laughs> Tachi Kaze had a good Legion, to be fair. Yeah, but I was playing the Tachi Legion. Sometimes I would Legion in Tachi, because, you know, what else are you yeah. going to do sometimes? And I think you were like, what if I put this Legion in here? <laughs> some nonsense. The fuck if Or maybe I you were playing the Legion mate and were like, well, why? if I'm already playing the mate, why don't I play the Legion? That might have been it. That's, that sounds I, stupid enough for me to do, for yeah. sure. <laughs> it, it, was, it was one of these things. Or some combination of it, probably. Yeah, because the Legion was just on play when it hits. If you're in Legion, you lock something. Mm-hmm. I guess then if you're you, you're playing some other legion, I'm not sure. Hell it was that. so long ago, I can't possibly remember the reason that you did it. All I know is it was very bad. Yeah, this is like five years ago at this point. Yeah. I mean, I was playing like some fucking Dimension Police broken-ass nonsense anyway. <laughs> uh, aren't we all? Um, hey, that deck was hot. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Legionnaire was a weird Clearly time. Clearly the sleeper deck is Blaster Joker. Yes, Stop. there you go. You did it. <laughs> he, he, he cracked the code, everybody. At least Blaster Joker's not on the tier list, right? No, thank God. No. But right. it destroys Legion mates. So, then they can't Legion again. I think this is something we should revisit in the future, because... They're, I'm interested. Yeah, it's still, rede- it's still yeah. developing... And I still urge any Italian players out there, or if you know any Italian players, please put them in contact with us, because this is just interesting. Fascinating. Fascinating. And not in a bad way. I want to know what will happen when they get their Giera support. I assume everyone who plays Italian Vanguard is either like they just started on it when the show started, yeah, Mm -hmm. or they just also play it in addition to other types of Vanguard. Yeah, that is my that is my assumption. That would be my assumption too. A might as well kind of thing. Mm -hmm. 
Kind of like but how kind of like I how when know. you like premium and you go to standard tournaments and you're like, fine. Okay. There's more people here. Yeah. All Although right. some people are starting to enjoy standard more than premium at the current moment. I know it's it's really starting. That's to because the meta has has started to diversify again, so people are kind of coming back to it. Yeah. I suppose so, but uh... and like it's possible that like the ban list didn't. Should have hit Di and Neo Nectar despite like, oh, like cool. Neos were already kind of a problem even before the ban list hit, and now they're like kind of all that's left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. But uh, we'll kind of have to see after we get some more uh, regional results. What I do know mm-hmm. is that uh, they should. Okay, according to Richard, what they should have done was either banned the original Wonder Ezel outright. So mm-hmm. you could have like okay you can you can do the ride early but you're not stacking Excel twos and drawing cards for it, right? Either either do that or you hit Kirf but also put Wonderezel to one. He he's saying that like Kirf to zero as your starter uh, is a slap on the wrist at best. Yeah, it's still like gold's still very strong too. Yeah, which mm-hmm. kind of scares me a little bit because what if Bushiro was like, all right, our work's done, and then they just stop paying attention? Well. If people p- play the best decks, then they get blown out by, you know, just the results, but that's not always how it works out. Yeah. yeah. So instead, we have to complain about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what this podcast is for. Happy hey. almost third birthday, everyone. I think that about does it for this episode. Guys, where can people find you? Find me on Twitter at Wiggins, two Gs, two Zs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. You can find me personally at Atlas Novak, or you can find this show at Nexus at Night on Twitter or Instagram. And like we said before, Italian players, please come find us because we're curious about stuff. Until next time, I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. And I'm Ruby. And have a good night, everybody.